What's going on, FinTech fans and taco lovers? This is Johnny Sanquist from Three Crowns Copywriting and Marketing with Tori Hoppy from Flyer, and we have a new episode of Taco Tech coming fresh out of the oven right now. Today, our guest is Gary Zimmerman, founder and CEO of Max My Interest. Gary, thank you for being here today. Johnny, it's great to be here. Thanks for having me on Taco Tech. Tori's going to get us rolling. Let's yeah, get so it. again, Gary, thanks so much for joining us. Uh, I know we kind of have a mutual friend in common, Abby, over at FICOM who connected us. And to be honest, I didn't really know much about Max My Interest until she fangirled out over your company and I went totally down the rabbit hole and I will honestly and happily say that I'm really excited and ex extremely what you guys are doing is extremely cool so can you just kind of tell us a little bit about your company and why you founded it uh sure uh thank you Tori so max my interest is what we call an intelligent cash management solution which is a lot of fancy words but basically what it does is it helps financial advisors and their clients more intelligently manage the cash that they hold. Um, and cash is sort of a really interesting asset class. A lot of people don't even think of it as an asset class, but it's sort of the one universal asset class that we all hold. And whether it's sitting in your bank account or your brokerage account or stuffed under your mattress, everyone has some degree of cash. And what we found is that the vast majority of people were dramatically under earning on their cash simply because they weren't aware that there were better options out there. Um, and so what our software does is it helps people uh, simultaneously earn dramatically higher yield on the cash that they have in the bank, um, while also making sure that it's fully FDIC insured so that it's safe and same day liquid um, and ready to deploy whenever opportunities arise. Yeah, that's so cool. And I, for me, looking at it again, I am younger millennial. So for me, technology is really important, having that ability to have it in hand. Um, does a client necessarily need to go through an advisor to be using your platform or can they kind of use it through an app or log in or direct, go directly to you guys? Yeah. So the, the MaxMyInterest.com website is available to anyone. There's no minimum balance requirement. There's no minimum holding period. You don't have to have a financial advisor to use it. We really wanted to make it available to everyone and, and anyone who is focused on doing the best that they can with their wealth. Um, we found that a lot of people, when they first heard about Max, reached out to their financial advisor and said, hey, what do you think of this? Does this make sense for me? And that brought us down the path of spending more time with financial advisors. And what we found is that most advisors really hadn't spent a lot of time thinking about cash. It was sort of the forgotten asset class. Um, and uh, so we, we started meeting with advisors and said, well, hey, here's what we built for individual investors, what do you think about this? And what they realized was that, gosh, there was an awful lot of cash sitting on the sidelines that they didn't even see because it wasn't necessarily in the investment portfolio. And if they could help introduce Max to their clients, then their client um, could simultaneously earn more while taking less risk. So we have um, customers who come directly to the MaxMyInterest.com website and enroll there. We have other uh, clients who are introduced by their financial advisor and share visibility over their account with their advisor so that all that data can roll up into their reporting uh, platforms. 
um, and, and show up on statements. Um, but we're, we're flexible. Whatever works best for you is, is great for us. Gary, are these um, cash accounts, are they checking accounts, saving accounts? And what do you know what like the average yield is that the average um, customer gets? by working through your guys' software? Yeah, so th- this company is actually an accidental company. Um, I wasn't looking to start a company at all. I-, I spent the first 15 years of my career as an investment banker, and I was working at one of the big uh, four banks during the financial crisis, and the bank almost went under. And um, so I was simply looking for a better uh, way to keep cash safe. Um, and this was cash that was sitting in my, in my savings account effectively. And Max really grew out of the search for what's the best way to manage cash. And what we found is that people have very sticky relationships with their existing banks. So, you know, if you're a Wells Fargo customer, you'll probably always be a Wells Fargo customer. Um, But what we found is that we could supplement that existing banking relationship with a number of higher yielding online savings accounts. And so what Max does is it helps people manage a portfolio of their existing checking account or brokerage account coupled with um, their choice of higher yielding online savings accounts. And then what Max does is it automatically reallocates cash from bank to bank whenever the banks change their rates on you so that you're always earning the highest yield possible. So today, obviously we're in a very low interest rate environment. Um, I think uh, the average money market fund, government money market fund today yields eight basis points. That's eight one hundredths of 1%, it's not very much. Uh, typically, a checking account maybe pays zero or a savings accounts pay one basis point. On the max platform, our highest yielding banks today are paying about 80 basis points. So you can think of it as 10 times the yield of a typical money market fund, yet all of the deposits are FDIC insured sitting in your own savings accounts held directly in your own name with same day liquidity. So what, what sort of struck us in, in setting up max in the first place was that here was this opportunity to pick up incremental return without incremental risk. In, in finance circles, you call that alpha. Um, and alpha is very elusive because there are very few investment opportunities that are able to generate uh, incremental returns without incremental risk. And that's what we stumbled upon in the market for cash. So, um, you know, in summary, Max is really just your own money sitting in your own checking account and savings accounts um, where it can, can earn the highest yield possible. Yeah, and I wanted to back up to a statement that you said earlier that um, cash is one of those um, held assets that is easily forgotten about. Why do you think that is? I think we've been conditioned not to pay attention to cash. It, it turns out that the, yeah. the dirty little secret of the brokerage industry is that if you look at the major broker dealers, they make more than 50% of their profit based on the spread that they earn on idle cash and client accounts. Most brokerage accounts, if you look at them, pay zero or maybe one or two basis points on cash, and then they turn around and they lend out that cash. In fact, most of the big broker dealers are, in fact, banks. Um, And so uh, the whole industry, especially as as trading commissions have gone to zero or pretty close, the whole industry is actually uh, revolves around earning spread on client cash. And the bet is that people won't notice or won't care. And so um, actually, when I, when I began Max, I spent a lot of time talking to um, you know, high net worth individuals and asking them about cash. And I got a lot of blank stares. And people said, well, when I said, what are you doing with cash? And they said, I don't know, it's just sitting in the bank. And I said, well, what's it earning? And they said, I don't know, nothing. And so they had just sort of taken for granted that of course cash earns nothing. 
But I knew from my own yes. experience that wasn't the case and it didn't have to be the case. And so we think of our mission as being as much about education as anything else. We want to educate mm -hmm. people and, and alert them to the fact that of the 15 plus trillion dollars that are sitting in bank accounts today in the United States, the vast, vast majority of that is dramatically under earning what it could be. And it's simply due to lack of awareness and maybe some degree of, of apathy as well, that people just sort of say, oh, well, it's cash. It doesn't matter. Um, but we believe it does matter. Um, and, and that's why we're here. We're here to help people earn what we believe is rightfully theirs on their own cash just by making sure that it um, sits at the banks that are able and willing to pay the highest interest rates. Those banks that you have relationships with, are those primarily uh, national institutions? Are they regional banks? Is it a, a variety of all different types? And how many options do you guys have? Yeah, it's, it's a great question. So Max began um, back in 2013, and we rolled out the first version of it in 2014. And what was interesting about it is that we built it independent of the banks. So we were able to orchestrate this entire platform um, without having to have any relationships with banks to begin with. Um, and this was really important because we really had no idea how the banks were going to react to a company that was coming in and trying to bring efficiency and transparency to a market that was previously pretty opaque and inefficient to the detriment of customers. Um, and so we launched the platform initially with five of the nation's leading online banks. So we added support for you know, Barclays and American Express and Ally and Capital One and GE Capital Bank. Um, and the idea was that we thought that most people would already have online savings accounts and what our software was going to do was automatically help them manage those accounts so that whenever the banks change rates, funds would automatically flow to the highest yielding bank. It's kind of like if you were to go online and buy a flight from Chicago to LA, um, imagine if the website where you bought that flight would automatically transfer you from American Airlines to Delta if Delta had a, a lower fare, and then from Delta to United, and then United back to American as the fare kept going down. Um, you can't do that with airline tickets because uh, the FAA prevents you from, from changing the name on tickets. But um, imagine if, you know, when you bought a, a ticket on Travelocity or Orbitz, it automatically did that for you. Well, that's what Max does for your bank account. Um, and so we originally built the platform with that initial set of banks and, and we didn't have any relationships with them. We just um, figured out ways to, to sort of link into those banks. Over time, what we found was that the big impediment to growth was that no one had online savings accounts. Uh, we were too early and, and um, very few people were aware that an online bank could deliver exactly the same service that a brick and mortar bank could deliver, but at lower operating cost. And in many ways, it was sort of similar to how Amazon grew so big first in book selling and then in retailing generally is that they stripped out operating cost and were able to pass on better prices to, to customers. So um, what we found was that the big impediment was getting people to sign up for online bank accounts in the first place. No one knew how to do it. They thought that it would be painful, like going into a branch. It turns out that it only takes five or 10 minutes to open uh, an online bank account. But we knew that we could do better. And so we, we embarked upon a trail uh, and a path of how can we make this as simple and as frictionless as possible? And we built something called the Max Common Application, which was the subject of our second patent. And basically the idea was really simple. It was modeled after how you apply for college, right? It used to be in the olden days, like when I applied to college, 
you got paper forms for every school and you had to fill out your name and address and SAT scores and everything on, on each separate application and mail it in. Nowadays, of course, you go online, you go to a single website, you fill out one form, it pulls in your SAT scores and you're off to the races. And so we said, well, why can't we do something like that for opening bank accounts? Let's make it really simple. And so we built the common application and we started adding banks. The first bank we added was a, a $13 billion bank uh, based in La Jolla. Um, called BFI Federal Bank, now it's called Axos Bank. Then we added an online bank, it was actually a community bank in Boston called Radius Bank. Then we added a, a large regional bank in the New York area, about $31 billion bank called Sterling National Bank. Um, and we've got several more banks joining um, in the near future. And what we found was that we could get the account opening process down to as little as 60 seconds. No logins, no passwords, no finding your checkbook, no trial deposits. We could get rid of all of that hassle um, and make it really simple. And in fact, the next bank that we're adding to the platform, um, I was just testing it uh, two weekends ago and I opened up a joint account in 16 seconds. Um, so we think this is the fastest account opening in the industry and it's all technology and it's, it's how do you pull the pieces together to create something that's a little bit different and a more delightful user experience. And um, so that's really where we've been focused is how do we make it as simple and straightforward as possible so that everyone can benefit from these higher rates. That's incredible. I, I, you were, when you said that people, you know, stick to one bank because, you know, that's what they are used to, or, you know, it's hard or they don't want to go in, um, go into the bank per se. Um, I, I I feel that to my core. I've had my same checking account since I was 13 years old. My parents opened it up for me when Washington Mutual was a thing. And then Chase Bank, you know, ultimately bought them out. And I have not changed banks ever. Um, so, and a lot of it is honestly because like, I don't want to go through that process. I don't want to go through having to change, you know, going in into the bank, figuring out what I want and that sort of thing. So being able to open up a joint checking account in 16 seconds is unbelievable. Well, and, and, and you're right. I mean, you're probably not going to switch banks and it's perfectly mm -hmm. fine not to switch banks. But what we wanted to do was show people how they could earn more even without switching banks. So right. you can use Max and link it to your existing Chase account and bill pay and direct deposit and everything stays the same. But, um, you, you know, you can effectively supplement your existing checking relationship with higher yielding online savings accounts. Um, yeah. Last fall, we also built out our own branded checking account um, that links into that same Max common application process. And we really wanted to run an experiment, which is, can we make Max accessible to a lot more people and try to build a better checking product at the same time. And what we ended up building was what we think is one of the best checking accounts in the country as well. There are no fees, no minimums, a free ATM access anywhere in the world, regardless of bank or country, um, free wire transfers, both domestic and international, and a whole bunch of other benefits. Um, and we set it up that way uh, and specifically designed it so that we wouldn't earn anything on the checking account. You know. Every other fintech company is out there rolling out checking accounts and their whole business model is to try to earn swipe fees and that sort of thing. And we said, look, we don't want there to be any conflict of interest. So we're going to design this so that we earn nothing um, on this account um, so that the all of the economics associated with that can flow to the customer. So it's a high yield checking account as well. So the checking account pays interest too. 
Um, and it's been a huge success. We've Since we rolled it out last fall, uh, somewhere between 45 and 50% of our new customers are choosing to open that max checking account rather than linking their existing account at Chase or Wells or any of the other banks. Um, so it's been a great experiment. And, and that's sort of what motivates our team every day. It's, it's how can we make the financial system better for yeah. um, individual investors? Again, I think that's the common thread throughout all of the guests that we've had on on this show is that, you know, how are we making our space better? Uh, I know that the finance space, you know, does take a little longer than most of the technology spaces to to ramp up and be comfortable with it. But it's firms like yours that, you know, are really taking the stride and being able to bring, you know, different technology and, and bettering our, our platform for it. So we appreciate that for sure. Absolutely, Tori. And I mean, I, you, you know, through through your firm Flyer, right, it, it's all about how can we make a better user experience for customers and advisors? And how mm -hmm. do we do that using APIs? Um, and that's, you know, API, right. it's a fancy term, basically how computers talk to one another, right? And whether you're doing yep. that for trading or banking or asset allocation or risk tolerance or all the different tools that an advisor can have at, at his or her uh, fingertips to help clients better, uh, the faster you can make those connections, the better. Because, I mean, you know, we all remember if you go back even 10 years, some, some firms even operate this way, where, you know, you form a relationship with a wealth management firm and the first thing they do is hand you a stack of papers and mm -hmm. say, fill out these forms, right? And it's like all these no. forms. <laughs> Disclosures and paperwork and, you know, and it's painful, right? I mean, this is why people don't like to yeah. apply for mortgages and then come along firms like Better Mortgage, which is make the process better and simpler. And it's why people don't like to apply for insurance and then, you know, comes along companies like Lemonade and they make it better and simpler. Um, and yep. I know you're focused on that on the trading side. And we think about this on the banking side, which is just how do we make everything easier for people? Let's take away the barriers that prevent people from doing the best that they can um, and just make it really simple and transparent. Um, and, and that's what's so exciting and energizing. And I think that's what motivates our team every day is we see the direct impact that you can have on people's lives in scale by being really sort of laser focused and thoughtful about how do we remove every little bit of friction possible so that um, being responsible about, about your own financial life isn't a chore and just make it a, a really pleasant experience. Yeah. And kind of leading into that, we always like to ask every one of our guests on the show, what is your favorite tech trend you're seeing currently, whether it's in the fintech space or even outside of it? What What is getting you excited? Um, you know, I think all the integrations and interoperability that we're seeing between different platforms is really exciting. Mm -hmm. um, it's exciting because it, it simultaneously benefits the individual user. Um, and it also, you know, those network connections make everyone stronger together. It's sort of like a sense of community across software. If you can think of software as being a little more human. Um, mm -hmm. So the fact that, you know, I'm on Slack, but I can integrate updates from Pivotal into there, or the fact that um, I can share my data, um, you know, from one platform to another, uh, I, I think really just makes everything better. So, you know, on our end, we've been focused on data integration. So um, our data now flows into Morningstar by all accounts and into Orion, and we're working on other 
data integrations. And so it just makes it easier for uh, financial advisors and their clients to work together and see all the data. And of course, it's permissioned at the client level. So clients have full control over their data. Um, and that's a really important aspect. But you know, across tech more broadly, we'd love to see more collaboration, right? Let's have mm -hmm. Netflix plug into Apple TV better. Let's have, you know, Disney Plus communicate with my social network. I just, I want all of my data uh, at, at my control, but I, I want it all to be able to talk to one another. And that's where all these API connections are so important. Gary, do you have any current or are you working on integrations with any uh, financial planning apps? Because it, it seems to me addressing specifically what to do with cash and how to make an important part of that overall financial plan is a pretty part, important part of, uh, of doing that. Exactly. Um, so we're, um, I don't know if we can name them <laughs> because I'll say cryptically, we are working with, um, you know, some of the largest financial planning software packages, largest CRMs, largest data reporting platforms. I think I mentioned we're already live with, with Morningstar and with Orion, um, but there are more to come. And, you know, all of that's been driven by advisors, advisors saying, I would love to use Max with my clients if only I could get the data in Orion. And Orion thought, well, gee, this is great, right? This, you know, expands the, the set of tools available to our clients and, and makes the platform even stronger and, and stickier. So it's really a win-win. It's a win-win-win, right? It's better for, for the, the uh, planning software or the reporting software. It's better for the customer and, and it's better for um, the advisor. So um, we're, you know, we're, we're working hard on a lot of those integrations as we speak. And again, it's all API driven. Well, I'm, I'm not surprised that Orion is one of your first bigger mm -hmm. integrations because for a long time, they've been out in front leading yeah. the way on in integrating with other, other platforms. Yeah. And I, I've got actually, I think two people in particular for that. You know, one was Joel Bruckenstein who runs this conference called T3 technology mm -hmm. tools for today. And you know, early on, and this this goes back probably four or five years, he said, you know, Max, the, the key to this is integrations. It's all about integrations. Mm -hmm. And Joel was way in front of this. And then we were at one of his conferences and JD Bruce from Abacus, um, you know, sort of grabbed us by the shirt collar and pulled us over to the Orion booth and said, you guys have to talk. And that was really the beginning of it. It started with that T3 conference. Um, and we did an initial integration with them. Now we've done a deeper integration. There's yet more that we can do. Um, together. And it's super exciting because we've had, you know, on the flip side of that, we've had a lot of advisors come to us and say, Max, where do you integrate? Because that's going to help influence uh, who we choose to use for reporting. Um, and, you know, they want to know which are the platforms that are most forward thinking and, and you know, who's really looking out for the best interest of, of clients. So um, it's, it's been a great uh, a relationship and, you know, it's a fantastic team there. Yeah, I know JD from way back in the day and that guy gets things done. <laughs> so it's a cool story. Hey, let's wrap up with talking about everybody's favorite segment of the show, tacos. If you're going to tell us about your favorite tacos in the world, where are they? What are they? I love the question because I love the in the world question because I'm, I'm a bit of a pizza aficionado if, if that's a thing. And I love to travel the world and I like, you know, like to compare everything on equal footing and, and, and sample. And so if I relay that over to tacos, tacos are fun because I grew up in Canada where we really didn't have tacos when I was a kid. I mean, um, uh, I guess it, 
you know, that cuisine didn't make it that far north of the border. But, um, uh, you know, having been south of the border now, uh, south of the Canada-US border, that is, uh, for the last 25 or so years, I've had a chance to, to travel around quite a bit. Um, you know, the, the best sort of Tex-Mex, uh, I would have to say, is Javier's in Dallas. Um, in New York City, which is where I live, uh, I'd vote for Javelina, which has two locations, one in Gramercy and one in the Upper East Side. But I think like sort of best authentic tacos, I would give to Casa de Reyes in Old Town, San Diego. Um, yes. Great food and also super fun atmosphere. Speaking our language. I love it. Now that's great. We got three major cities that you just hit. Yep. Which is fantastic because you are truly covering coast to coast. <laughs> well, I think that does it for us today. Gary, we appreciate you coming on. Thank you for yes, thank sharing you so info about Max My Interest. Super cool product you have. Great. Thank you, Johnny. Thank you, Tari. Nice to be here. Yeah. Thanks so much. Okay, everybody listening, make sure you hit subscribe. If you are not already a loyal listener, we want you to be. We want you to talk tacos <laughs> and fintech with us. See you next week.